Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 32 of the B-Team podcast. Ben and Busby are here. Say hi, Ben. Hello. And we have a special guest, a new guest for you all. Uh, it's Jared Cox with the Ball Don't Lie podcast. Jared, what's going on, dude? Oh, man, just not much. Celebrating a Grizzly win. Celebrating a Grizzly's win. I have lots of thoughts, <laughs> as people probably expect. Jared. Yes, sir. Can you do can you do me a favor real quick for the people? You're an Arkansas fan, right? I am an Arkansas fan. You went to Ole Miss, right? I unfortunately went to Ole Miss for four years. <laughs> so are you the Antichrist or do you just like worship Satan? I'd like to say I'm the happy mix of both. <laughs> That's just that's just. A I bad never number. once said "hotty toddy" during my four years I was there. Whoa! Never I'm once. Have to bleep that out. <laughs> I wear Arkansas stuff in the student section and Memphis Tiger stuff in the student section. I hate all three of those teams. Yeah. How can you hate Arkansas? It's quite easy. <laughs> what What are they ever good at besides track and field? Baseball? Talking shit for no reason. never won a national championship. I know, but tell your fan base that. Yeah, basically it's uh, a Twitter hatred, I would say. I I live on social media, so all of my hatred for college sports fans comes from Twitter. It's a toxic place. (laughs) Now, why do you hate Memphis, though? (laughs) Because every Memphis – and you fall into this category, I'm assuming. Every Memphis fan is only a Memphis basketball fan. No, I like the football. Oh, you like the football. You have a Darren McFadden jersey right behind your face right now. I got a uh, Daniel Williams signed autograph hanging right next to me. He does have some cool jerseys. What if I said I had a Tommy West signed football? That would be impressive. Okay, I have a Tommy I- West signed football. I respect it. I don't like it, but I respect it. I mean, my mom Bowl. got it for me for twenty dollars. I don't. Tommy know. West doesn't even have a Tommy West signed anything. <laughs> hey, Tommy, I, I have a Tommy West signed helmet too, but that's on the other side of the room. This guy's the, the biggest Tommy West fan ever. Hey, my mom could get it for almost free at auction because nobody bid on it. He was the coach during D'Angelo Williams' time there, wasn't he? He was. He was okay. the guy that literally got the program. He got the AD at Memphis at the time to throw couple extra million dollars in the program, and look at them now. My favorite Memphis what? coach was Larry Porter. What's can, not? We just, can we just say something and say that the Liberty Bowl should be demolished immediately? Absolutely, it should be. 100% am fine. No, it's not the Liberty Bowl anymore. I forgot they got bought out by some bank in Arkansas. It's still the something, something, something Liberty Bowl. Financial Liberty Bowl. Yeah. Mississippi State just does not play well there. Except for 2013. <laughs> Doesn't count. And 2010. Was 2010 the uh, UCF year? 2010 was the UCF year. But all I know is the past two experiences there have made me want to rip my eyeballs out of my head. Well, Memphis has to come to Starkville this year, so I feel a little bit better. And uh, they don't have Calvin Austin this time around. so Mm, Hopefully they don't bring their refs. (laughs) I hope they do. All right. You want to talk some basketball? Sure. As if... Pierce and me and Justin didn't do enough of that on the last just, one. Just so everybody knows on the podcast, I'll still be here. You just won't hear from me more than likely. 
We're going to start out east. We're going to start with the one seed and work our way down. The Heat are up 2-0 on the Hawks. I don't really have much to add to this. They blew them out in game one. The Hawks look better in game two. Still didn't matter. I think the Heat went in five. I think it's going to be a gentleman's sweep. Jared, you got any thoughts on that? I think it's a sweep outright. 4-0, baby. Oh. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is the... He's not the first, but he's one of the only people ever to have 45 points in the playoff game with no turnovers and no fouls. Did I see that as well? That seems, that seems impossible. Oh, Ben, here's something you'll enjoy. You want to talk about impossible. This is uh, from a Hawks gambling perspective. We could have made so much money. <laughs> the Hawks have had 41 losses this year. They are 0-41 against the spread in those losses. So when they lose, they lose big. They were an underdog 22 times this year. They are 0-22 against the spread as an underdog. So every time they've been picked as an underdog, they have lost. And I believe they are plus one and a half going into tomorrow's game. So uh, bet accordingly. Hammer. Hammer the heat. Uh, Celtics Nets. The Celtics are up one nothing with game two going on as we record right now. Uh, Brooklyn is up 12. This was the series that I think everyone, myself included, was most looking forward to. And this was the highest rated game one of the NBA playoffs. That's not the NBA finals in like the last 20 or 25 years or something. Does the Kyrie thing? Pretty much. And he got fined fifty thousand dollars for so flipping people off and yelling obscenities. I thought it was hilarious. No, I'm saying the fine is stupid. You like, think finding people is stupid? No, I think that is stupid. Like dude, like he just like flipped the bird, it was fine. I mean Patrick Beverly got fined thirty thousand for drinking a beer and yelling the mm-hmm. F word on Instagram. Yeah, that's stupid. I think he was a little. I think Kyrie was a little hangry, though. He is. I, I read fasting. he didn't eat the entire. Yeah, he was fasting the entire day. You, do you not know about this, Ben? No, that guy's just a weirdo. But it's Ramadan. But he's a I mean, Rhodes scholar, though. He's weird, but he's a Rhodes scholar. It's he's like the smartest guy ever that thinks the Earth is flat. It makes no sense. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Yeah. You can't He's like say one that of you're the smart that... and you think the world, the earth is flat. Like, that doesn't happen. He's one Not of the allowed. Duke guys that they say actually could have gotten to Duke without playing basketball. If I remember correctly, I think he almost scored a perfect score in the SAT. All I'm saying is that should be a question on the college application process. Do you think the earth is flat? You say yes, you're not getting in. <laughs> yeah, but do you have cool handles? All right, here's Coach K's phone. Yeah. Are you really good at any sport? All right, we'll let it slide. Yeah, Duke will take anyone. Not academically, but athletically. Oh, I was like, where are we going with this? He yeah. also apparently was a star lacrosse player back in the day in high school. Where is Kyrie from? I think he's from New Jersey. Okay, that makes sense then. The only other thing worth noting in this series right now is that uh, I think Woj tweeted today that Ben Simmons is eyeing a game four comeback. 
Jared, you're you're an NBA guy. What's your thoughts on that? Do you have is does that change the series at all in your mind? Oh, one hundred percent. Really, I saw they are, so ter- I, I, they are terrible defensively. So I listened to your podcast from last week, and I know you picked Brooklyn to win the East, right? I am a big Brooklyn fan. So you think that bringing Simmons back only furthers that, or were you like, are you cool with picking them out of the East regardless? I think I'm with them regardless, but I think Simmons, he adds a different game to them. Because he can guard Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, shut him down, and he plays the point point forward position amazingly. He won't shoot it at all, but... The problem with that is, like, with his issues being as documented as they are, why don't you just foul the heck out of him? I mean, he's got to shoot at some point. What we don't know is Ben Simmons is going to come out game four and start draining threes left and right. Is he shooting right-handed or left-handed? I think I saw a video he was shooting right. Shout out Kevin O'Connor for that. He's been saying he shoots with the wrong hand since he was drafted. <laughs> he does dunk right-handed. He's like Jaron. Jaron dunks everything left-handed, block shots left-handed, but shoots right-handed. Granted, I don't know if Jaron knows what hand Jaron shoots with, but I just let Jaron do this thing. Yeah. Uh, Bucks Bulls. The Bucks are up one nothing with Game Two going on tonight. I this is the one that I think is going to be a sweep. The Bulls kept it a lot closer than I thought they would the other day, but I don't think they're going to win a game. So it's a sweep. Yep. Seventy Sixers Raptors. I was a big believer on the Raptors. And then you found out that Gary Trent Jr., Scotty Barnes, and Thad Young were all either sick or hurt. 100%. And I realized I was I missed that one totally wide left. Uh, this, to be fair, I think a lot of people did. They were the they were one of the highest bet uh, underdogs going into the playoffs. Now, granted, they do go back to Toronto where Matisse Leibel can't play, so maybe that helps, but who knows. I, I, Philadelphia has looked so much better in the first two games of that series. Yeah, absolutely. That a boy, Ben. <laughs> Sports. Suns Pelicans. This one got interesting. I don't know if y'all saw this today. Devin Booker is out for games three and four uh, with a um, strained hamstring. And the series is tied 1-1 already, going back to New Orleans. Could we see a Zion? <laughs> I don't think, no. I don't think so. I think you can rule Zion out. I think you can rule Jamal Murray out. Michael Porter Jr. I don't think you see any of those guys. I, I, but don't I, know. I think this injury definitely hurts the Suns' chances of going back to the finals. Absolutely. They're 8-6 and six this year without them. And granted, some of those were they were just straight-up resting guys, so it doesn't really matter, but New Orleans is playing good. They're going back home. I had a friend text me today and asked me if that changes my prediction. I still think the Suns win, but uh, I feel significantly less enthused about picking them as my NBA champion today than I did two nights ago. I think the Suns do win the series, too. And then they we're, we, we'll get to this series now. Let's just go ahead and talk about it. If the Suns win that series, they just have 
a limping Luca and Mavericks team versus a or a uh, de- just despondent Utah Jazz team. They need what to put that series. They need to put that series on like Nick Jr. That needs to be on NBA T and NBA TV where no one can watch it. Did you uh did you see all the stat nerds freaking out about Marcus Smart winning defensive player of the year and then Rudy Gobert got 25 dropped on his head by Maxi Kleber? <laughs> I hate Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I think everyone that's not a Jazz fan or a nerd does. I think everybody that's not French hates Rudy Gobert. Didn't he start COVID? In the NBA, he did. <laughs> that was he a was fun the visual. First NBA player diagnosed with COVID. Yeah, he and was sitting like, there talking about everything. Yeah, he was sitting there talking about how he's not afraid of COVID and all this kind of stuff, and touched all the mics, and and then it came out that he had COVID. Donovan Mitchell was pissed. I think that's part of the reason why they are like where they are is that those two stars just don't get along. If you want to classify Rudy Gobert as a star, that is. Well, I read a stat a couple weeks ago. It said Donovan Mitchell's passed the ball to. Rudy Gobert a hundred times this season. Joe English has passed the ball 171 times. Joe English has been out with a torn ACL since January and hasn't yeah. played for the Jazz since January. There, he's not even on the Jazz anymore. No, he's with he got uh, traded at the deadline. That's tough. Oh, Ben, there's one more gambling thing I meant to. We're going to pivot back to uh, Phoenix if y'all will indulge me for a second. Chris Paul is now 0-14 in his playoff career whenever he has Scott Foster as the head referee. Yeah, that guy sucks. It is amazing. I don't understand how, like, I thought that was a coincidence. Makes no sense. Warriors Nuggets, Warriors are up 2-0. Probably going to be, what, 4 or 5, Jared, you think? I thought the Nuggets were going to pull out the first two games and go be up 2-0 just because Joker. But the death lineup from the uh, the new death lineup. the new death lineup Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Draymond, Clay, and Steph. Jesus, that is that's scary. That makes me scared for the next round. They're trying to put a nickname to it. They keep calling it PTSD for Poole, <laughs> Steph. Uh, who's T? Thompson, Clay yeah. Thompson, yeah. Paul, Clay, Steph, and Draymond. God, I don't want to play them now. Well, I don't think you have much of a choice if we win this series. What do you mean if? When? Oh, yeah, Busby. When? Should we, just go to, should we just go to that one now? Ben, you've been asking me to put a future on the Grizzlies for like three months. I know. Should have. It was like plus 4,000. Bad bet. Whatever. All right, Jared, me and you watch game one together. The highest compliment you can receive from me is that you don't annoy me whenever I'm watching a sports game and you didn't annoy me. So kudos. Good job. Welcome Does to the family. Does that mean I get to watch another game with you? Sure. Although we lost the first one, so maybe not. Ouch. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> You're bad luck, obviously. Y'all are bad combo. I had three fears going into game two after game one. I'm going to run these through you two and see if I was exaggerating, being way too pessimistic, if I was being a realist, like what the deal here was. Fear one, 
the Grizzlies lose this series, everyone just discredits what this team did this year, winning 56 games, tying the franchise record for wins. I just, after such an awesome year, I didn't want that to be the story. I wanted the story to be how awesome and how fun this team was, not, oh, yeah, like, they won some games. I remember that now. Didn't they, like, get swept in the first round? Can't get swept. It is a fact. Now. <laughs> My second fear was that we were going to be the next Blazers. We oh, just God. win a shit ton of regular season games. And you're like, oh, yeah, the Blazers are in the second round. Okay, we're done watching them now. And then my third fear was that Taylor Jenkins was the living embodiment of Mike Budenholzer and that he just keeps going on with the flow of the regular season and doesn't make any playoff changes. No, don't do Mike like that. <laughs> it was a running thing for a while. Him in Atlanta, he would win 60 games and then get to the playoffs and always lose. Uh, it was that way with Milwaukee the first couple times in, and then eventually he figured it out. I was afraid it was going to take Taylor Jenkins way too long to figure it out. But last night, let's go ahead and hop on into the game. He took Steven Adams out in three minutes. Granted, Whoa. two fouls has something to do with that, but he never put him back in. He learned, he learned from that mistake real quick. What was going through your mind the first three minutes of that ball game? Please, for the love of God, stop blowing the whistle. That was first and foremost. I mean, if you look at it, we were three minutes into the ball game, and the Timberwolves were already in the bonus. They were in the bonus with nine minutes and seven seconds left in the first quarter. That literally has to be an NBA record for the quickest time in a bonus. Yeah, we we did tie an NBA record for combined free throw shot in a quarter. 33. We also, I think, honestly, I'm going to say now, we tied the record for the longest first quarter in NBA history. 41 minutes for the first quarter. Without having looked that up at all, I'm just going to assume that's right. It has to be. I'll do ben, some research. Ben. I'll do some research while y'all talk. Steven but, Adams has played, what was there, 96 minutes in a game? The Grizzlies have played without him for 69, not 96 minutes in a game, uh, 96 minutes in the two games added up. Um, the Grizzlies have played without him for 69 minutes. They are plus 27 in those 69 minutes. I just think this is a bad matchup for him. Yeah, I think so, too. I think the next round is going like to be a bad matchup, on, too. Like you said on Saturday, they play ISO, ISO bas bas basketball. So they're going to spread the court out, and Steven Adams is not a guy that's going to go on the perimeter. It will, he can go out there. The problem is he can't stay in front of anyone out there. So Cat's too quick for him. If he gets switched on to Russell or um, Edwards, it's it's a it's a no go. You saw that last night when Tillman, Clark, and Jaren were all able to stay to stay in front of their guys. Um, they are forced to throw up some wild shots, and unlike Game One, those wild shots did not go in. Oh, that, I was so worried when D. Russell was getting he made that wild. Three-point shot. I was like, oh, God, we're about to get smoked. By right there Jones. in the first quarter when he tried yes. to draw the foul? Yep, same here. I said, oh, crap. You know, if I could say something to all the Grizzly fans, I wish they would stop with the Pat Bev hatred. Every game, they're always yelling at him. Why can't we yell at Cat? Cat's like an emotional teenager. 
They need to go after him. He cannot hold his emotions together. Is is this because Pat Bev went to Arkansas? No, I don't. Honestly, <laughs> I can't even remember Pat Bev at Arkansas. My dad cannot either. That's how much he did not do at Arkansas. I wish they would leave Pat Bev alone because Pat Bev doesn't matter. No. And Pat Bev's Granted, not changing. He hasn't taken Jaw out yet, but it's probably still coming. And he did get a technical one minute into the ballgame. That's what I was about to say. It looked like he tried to that first play of the game. He, it looked from the original camera angle like he smacked him in the face. You see on the replay, he swiped the or He got the ball. I don't know if he swiped at the ball. But uh, I, I think basically the whole arena was ready to throw hands at that point. Oh, T. Morant was pissed, a.k.a. Usher. <laughs> oh, yeah. T. Morant and Carl Anthony Towns' dads are the big winners of this first series. Did you watch the? Did you watch their little segment on NBA t, uh, TV? Yeah, so I watched the game on Bally with Pete and Brevin, um, but I did see that clip getting tossed around. I don't know if NBA TV was that bored or what, but I think I we should mic him think, up permanently. Hey, I think we should mic T T Moran up during the games. Yeah, did you? So they came out with a. a it was like a two-minute-long video of mic'd up Dylan Brooks today. Uh, just do that to T. See what happens. Uh, probably every other word has to be bleeped out, but it'd be fun. Oh, my gosh. He's the ultimate hype man. And you know he's going to be sitting courtside tomorrow night in Minnesota. Yeah. It was the same way with the Jazz last year, right? Was he sitting courtside or was he just pretty low? I can't remember. No, he was like – yeah, he was pretty low. He didn't get courtside. Ja wasn't that big yet. So what do you right. think uh, uh, Taylor Jenkins goes with tomorrow? Think he starts. I think he Steven starts. Adams? I think he starts Stephen Adams as like a courtesy thing, um, and then he has the quick hook again and pulls and uh, puts um, um, Kyle Anderson in pretty immediately. I think you'll see Kyle be the first guy off the bench, move Jaron to the five, put Kyle at the four, and then you're. Uh, your two bench big guys will be Brandon and Tillman, if I had to guess. Oh, I think X definitely will get a lot of playing time tomorrow. Yeah. He uh, also did cut... you see a Josh quote when he got a subbed out to the standing ovation? Uh-uh. He looked at his dad and said, I told them mother effers. I told them mother effers. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Josh's an insane person. I love it. Hey, are we in the trust tree? Yeah. If I was a Grizzlies fan, I don't know how much I'd like Ja. You are a Grizzlies fan. If I wasn't a Grizzlies fan. I'm not a Grizzlies fan. I like Ja. Okay. Good. That's good to know. Ja talks a lot of shit. <laughs> That's cool, though. You can back it up. He does. And I think that would be really annoying if I was, like, a Houston Rockets fan. Well, it'd be different if he was, like, like Patrick Beverly talks a bunch of shit. But, I mean, he's good, but he's not. Like Dylan Brooks. Right. So you hate Dylan Brooks? I don't know enough about the man other than we went to Oregon. I think he went forty fifth in the draft. Didn't he go to Oregon? Or did I make that yeah, he did go to Oregon. The year they went to the final four was his last year there. That's right. Yeah, that's, why him, that's why I know. That's why I know. It was him, Jordan Bell. Um who's that guy that got traded to us a couple of years ago, Jared? His last name Dorsey, uh, Tyler Dorsey. Yeah, it's Dorsey. So Glenn Dorsey. Tyler Dorsey sucks. Tyler Dorsey. Glenn Dorsey, LSU legend. 
What's he doing with his life now? He probably made a butt ton of money, and he's just sitting on his couch and losing. I think he's a high school football coach now. Same thing yeah, as Don Terry Poe. Don Terry Poe is a Memphis legend. He's the only one they got, so. D'Angelo? And the guy, the guy now that plays for the Commanders. Paxton? Oh, uh, Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Worst oh, yeah. fantasy Man, draft pick of my life. <laughs> And uh, a Super Bowl champion, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson. Um, you also have uh, Anthony Miller. It's not uh, very good. But... We are on a tangent. We gotta we gotta reel it back in, boys. All right, let's reel it back in with some golf, Ben. Oh, guess who's back? Back again. Speed is back. Tell a friend, dude. How hyped were we on Sunday? Oh, I was pumped. I love Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth just won a golf tournament without a putt. That's a sick jacket, by the way. I'm skipping ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not as cool as a green one, but still a sick jacket. Uh, yeah, basically, he came out, won in a playoff after putting horrendously all week. Um, missed like an 18-inch putt on Saturday on the 18th hole, or else it wouldn't even have gone to a playoff if he just makes that putt. Um, but basically made no putts, hold out a bunch of bunker shots, bunch of chips. It's always cool to see Jordan Spieth win. Um, yeah, and then I don't really have – do you have a ton more to say about this week? No, I, I like that it was between him and no hat, Pat. Yeah, I think if Pat had taken the hat off for the playoff, he would have won. But the, yeah. he, got, he had a bad luck. He got bad luck in that bunker. He's plugged and he had no shot. But um, this week, I don't know how much y'all know about the Zurich Classic in New Orleans. I don't know anything. Let me tell you. Slim to none. Okay. It's a team event. Uh, they get to pair up in duos, and it alternates four ball and then alternate shot fr- uh, Thursday, Friday. You may- they have a cut, and then it's the same format on the weekends. A um, few cool pairings. You got Colin Markawa, Victor Hovland. You got uh, Scotty Scheffler's with Ryan Palmer. Um, I forget who Kiz is paired with. Um, Max Holm is in it. It's just, it's a cool, it's different. You know, we talk about wanting different things on the PGA Tour, so it's a fun one to watch. They do like walkout songs on the tee, on the first tee. That's neat. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, so tune in. It's a little something different. You get to, you know, team event, get to see the boys play together. (laughs) Alternate shots really fun to watch. Four balls fine, but I really like the alternate shots. So looking forward to that one. Kind of a hidden gem. Golf is a sport that I wish was just like they just mic'd it up all the time. Yeah. Like, just I give me mic'd up players. Yeah, I would pay like a substantial amount of money a year for like a service where you could click on whatever group you want and just listen to what they say. Especially in a team event like this. Be sick. Right. Uh, ben, what are, your, what are your thoughts on – wait, sorry, real fast. Ben, what are your thoughts on John Daly Jr.'s NIL deal? Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, how do we not mention this? This is like the most natural NIL deal of all time, I think. And he had a quote. I don't know it exactly. But he said something like, I'm excited to continue this partnership that my father has had for several years or something with this, like, elite company or something. 
Should should you mention the company's name? He said Hooters, didn't he? Or did he not? Oh yeah, it's Hooters. Yeah, it's Hooters, by the way. <laughs> John Daly's known now during Masters Week. He just hangs out at the Augusta Georgia Hooters the whole week and you can go meet him. He I was parks told his he camper parks his there. camper there. <laughs> yeah, he parks his camper there. Literally just hangs out the whole time. But is he is he like your idol as an Arkansas fan? I think he's everybody's idol, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the fact we'd go to the St. Jude Classic, this was like seven, eight years ago. That guy would drink a 12-pack on the front nine, go through a whole carton of cigarettes on the front nine. And the back nine, you could think he'd barely be able to walk. He still would drive the ball almost over 200 yards every time. Oh, three. That guy, I would, an idol, I don't know, I think a legend for sure. I don't think I want to be John Daly. <laughs> um, but. He's like one of the coolest characters of all time. The you hardest working man in golf is John Daly's liver. Yeah, I mean, that guy, one time he had a quote, they asked him if he ever gets hung over, and he's like, you don't ever get hung over if you don't mix it. He's like, I just drink straight bourbon all the time and wake up and keep drinking, you never get hung over. Like, all right. Fair enough. I would he's say, good. though, he's probably one of the best alumni from Arkansas. He's got to die soon. I mean, I hate to say that, but he's I will donate my kidney to him and my liver. I will donate. <laughs> his, son's right. a, his son's a really good college golfer at Arkansas now. He's going to be good, too. Dude can pipe the ball. They won the um, PNC, the father-son thing. Yeah, year. they beat Charlie and Tiger. Okay, okay, okay. They beat one-legged Tiger <laughs> and Charlie. But that dude, he was piping it. Just he outdrove his dad. I do have a gambling thing for you, though, Ben. Since we're into gambling today, if you do go put a hundred dollars at a casino on Charlie Woods to win a big master tournament, one of the big ones, it will pay out a hundred thousand dollars if you put down a hundred dollars. Ever? Yes, if he wins one major tournament. Say less. I'll put two on. I had a guy at work go do it two weeks ago. I'm in. Ben, you will be in town this weekend. So, dude, that that's like a bet slip. I will hang on to it till I'm like sixty. Seven. That he's how old is he? Like fourteen. I thought he was like twelve. He may be twelve. Yeah, yeah. I got a long time to root, but that's like the best bet ever. But so many people are gonna get paid out. He's gonna win like ten majors. I do have one last golf thing. I'm sorry. Love ben, this. my favorite golfer is Ricky Fowler. When That's is tough. he going to be good again? <laughs> That's tough. I think he'll figure it out. He's had a bad slump. He's trying to qualify for the U.S. Open. Um, I mean, Jordan Spieth fell off there for three or four years and was nowhere to be found. So I think Ricky's good enough to get it back on track. Um, but it is weird how hard he's fallen off. So I hate it. I like Ricky. But um, – I don't know. Sometimes golf is a weird thing. You can lose it. So, hey, hey, what's up with Jordan Spieth's wife toting that baby like Lamar yeah. Jackson toting some football dude. running outside the pocket? He's just bobblehead. Just <laughs> she didn't care. I mean, Daddy just won a million dollars. That's fair. I wouldn't buy, care either. You can buy a new baby. <laughs> All right, switching over to some football news. Debo Samuel asked for a trade today. 
and I am on my knees begging for a Colts <laughs> trade. I'd love for him to go to the Cowboys. I would too. He, I mean, he'd fill a void. The Jets are the betting favorite right now. We'll see how that goes. Um, I think the best bet is that he just returns to San Francisco. They don't have to trade him. Yeah. But it adds a wrinkle for draft night that I'm excited for. Busby. Jared, I did have something else for City. you. Then you have all this draft capital now. Oh, Kansas City, that'd be that'd be dangerous. Get rid of Tyreek, add Debo. But if they if they didn't want to pay Tyreek Hill, why would they want to pay Debo Samuel? Maybe they can probably get him cheaper. I don't think Debo Samuel like good year. does Debo Samuel like abuse children. Ouch. Yeah, that's what the child was saying. <laughs> Jared, I do have one more football thing for you. You did a mock draft, a full first round mock draft a couple weeks ago. I did. Can you explain Traylon Burke to Dallas for me? It's a match made in heaven. You just happen to be an Arkansas fan and a Cowboys fan, right? Sounds like a sounds like a homer pick. You know, it kind of is, but he fills that void Amari Cooper left. I think we... Traylon Burks is probably one of beside behind. He's my number two wide receiver in this draft. Honestly. Behind who? Drake, Drake London. You number two. You think, I think he's better than Jamerson Williams and Chris Olave and Garrett? Wilson? I would take him over them. I would take the kid out of Georgia over Traylon Burks. Anthony Pickens. Pickens. George Pickens. George Pickens. Traylon Burks is a monster. He is a monster. Traylon Burks is good. He's really good at flopping on fourth and one whenever fat-ass KJ yeah. Jefferson overthrows him, too. It's a clown call. Hey, <laughs> don't get mad your kicker couldn't make field goals. It was a clown. Can you just admit it was a bad call? It'll make me feel better. It was a bad call. It wasn't a oh, clown right. there we go. Can you admit that he also call. punched the guy on the sideline? Yeah, he did. We all fall short, but we're saved by grace. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Okay, at least at least you can admit it. That's fine. Y'all kind of fight in your bowl game last year. Okay. Hey, it, it happens. Malik Heath is now an only tensions, tensions running high. Yeah, exactly. We shipped his ass off. <laughs> but no, Traylon Burke fills that void. He's 6'2", 225. That's not He's the got hands inside Jack. Oh, what? The Amari Cooper. Oh, Michael Gallup. I hate Michael Gallup with a passion. <laughs> Why? But second of all... He's- we have much bigger holes to fill than wide receiver at this point. You know, we can get an offensive tackle down the road. Down the okay. Oh, I mean, that's fine. That's fine. What if Charles Cross is there? Take him. Oh, you got to take him. But there's no way in God's green earth he's going to be there unless it's he has be... a Leo Collins incident when he's accused of murder the day before the draft. Or a uh, um uh oh, what's his name? Laramie Tunsil uh, incident. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be really hard for me, though, if the Cowboys draft Charles Cross, and I have to just eat my words. Does Charles yeah, Cross have any drug-related issues or No, I'm going to get a few phone calls, though. But I say, if he does, then he'll be a Cowboy like that. We only draft <laughs> people who have checkered past. Or a Titan. Titans have gotten really big into this whole take some guy with some issues and hope for the best. It worked out with Jeffrey Simmons. Granted, Jeffrey Simmons didn't have issues by the time they drafted him. Um, but people always brought that up. So, uh, well, I mean, he did hit it pretty hard. Okay. It was a long time ago. 
Yeah. Saved by Grace, remember? <laughs> All right. We did have some college basketball news break right before this. Uh, Jay Wright is retiring from Villanova, the most handsome man in college basketball. We've said that multiple times on this podcast. Now he he's the George Clooney of college basketball. He is so yeah, hot. Yeah, he's a okay, a little far. <laughs> he, he, he is kind of a George Clooney. Yeah, I'll take that. But yeah, kind of crazy. Fordham coach Kyle Neptune. Shout <laughs> out to Neptune. That sounds like a spot. Not Uranus. What? No. <laughs> uh, we'll be replacing him at Villanova this coming up year. So he had that program roll. It'll be interesting to see if that stays on track. Also, Oscar Shibway is returning to Kentucky. That's just what we needed. More Kentucky goodness. Hey, it's fine, though, because Arkansas is going to win it all next year. Puke in my mouth. That's disgusting. Y'all's coach going to take his shirt off again? Do you like it when he takes his shirt off? I don't. Hey, he's fine. I love it. He's five. Jay Wright is way too much class. Yeah, he's five five. He's short. <laughs> His wife's like five eight, five nine. I mean, it's hard. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, I don't hate <laughs> to take the shirt off. I mean, that's just a power move, but it's kind of weird. Arkansas did get three McDonald's All Americans this year, right? We ended up with the number two recruiting class in the country: three McDonald's All Americans, two four stars, and a three star. Is that Walmart money? That's that, uh, dude. Jerry Jones money. I wish we had Walmart slash Jerry Jones money. Yeah, what do we now have? Like, Delta thing, money? like, dude, I would just pay everyone. You got to think John Daly can now use his heaters money. Wait, John Daly have... is spending his money on cigarettes and booze and women. That's what he's spending his money on. <laughs> we just got Jordan money coming in from Dak and Capital Bond doing anything anymore. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, we got we got several baseball players. We got Woodruff. We got. Uh, uh, I don't think Woodruff got his big contract. What's yet. his name? What's his name? Play for the Pirates. Adam Frazier. Frazier. Yeah, he's been on two teams since then. Um, okay. Well, you still knew who I was talking about. It's all you? guaranteed money. I hate you, Busby. Get to the next thing. <laughs> the next thing is the ad read, Ben. Oh, who we got? Your favorite beer company, Miller Lite. Ooh, finally. Yeah. They, uh, it's the, the great tasting, low calorie Miller Lite. They would never stoop so low as to endorse a creature of the kind of Patrick Beverly, like some other competitors out there. Yeah. A what company of morals, if you will. And really cool pints. They do have the best, like, cans and bottles and stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. We're now in the goof-around portion of this podcast, and that means the long-awaited return of the Ben 10. <laughs> Me versus Jared. Been reading off questions. Jared, I don't know if you saw the first one. The way this works, there's 10 rounds. You get three niche categories, which you sent to Ben. I do not know what those are. They should be tailor-made to your uh, interest, I guess. You get one lifeline that you cannot use on one of the niche categories, and that is a phone a friend. So you can call if you have a question pop up, you think someone knows the answer to that you don't, 
more than welcome to use that. You don't have to. What if my call doesn't answer? Do I to call uh, you're, you're out of luck. Burn. Oh, crap. You don't have to use it. Also, I have all the niche categories at the end. Do you want me to mix them in, or are you all cool with them being at the end? It's the Ben 10. It's named after you. All right, yeah, fair enough. Um, <laughs> all right, so do you want me to just tell y'all what y'all's niche categories were to start? It's the Ben 10. It's named after you. Okay. So Busby submitted, let's see, what did he submit? The always popular Moneyball. Um, he submitted D1 College Football Towns and the 2010's NBA Top 10 for the draft. Mr. Jared submitted Grizzlies players where they went to college, past and present. Okay. Um, NBA number one draft picks and famous people, real names. Oh, boo. I'm not, I'm going to suck at that one. Two of those three, I'm, I'm, I'll feel fine. But yeah. And so, how this works also, Jerry, he didn't say it. If you miss your question, Busby has a chance to steal it. If he misses his question, you have a chance to steal it. Okay. Okay. Was there uh, a time frame that you put on the first overall picks? Nope. Okay. We're going that far back, baby. <laughs> All right. Y'all ready? Yep. All righty. So the first round is the NBA. And Mr. Busby will go first every round since he's one and up. All right, Busby. In the 2009 playoffs, what Western Conference team won its first playoff series since 1997 before falling in game seven of the second round to the eventual champion Los Angeles Lakers? I am going to say the Golden State Warriors. Final answer? Yes. Incorrect. All right, Jared, you have 15 seconds. Can you repeat the question real fast? All right, yes, I can. In the 2009 playoffs, what Western Conference team won its first playoff series since 1997 before falling in game seven of the second round to the eventual champion Los Angeles Lakers? I'm going to go with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Final answer? Final answer. That is incorrect. It is the, the Dallas Mavericks. Houston Rockets. Okay. All right. No harm, no foul. You ready for your question? I am. In the 2014 playoffs, what first round Western Conference matchup featured four straight overtime games? Ooh. Oh, gosh. Does he need both teams? Yes, both teams. So you get, you get a minute for this question. That was Western Conference, right? Mm-hmm. They're both deep in thought for the listeners, just staring at the ceiling. Busby's almost surrender cobring. I'm going to go with the Spurs Mavericks. Final answer? Final answer. That's incorrect. 
Mr. Boosby? I'm going to go Thunder and Blazers. Final answer? Yes. That is incorrect. And you both should be kicking yourselves. Is it OKC Thunder versus the Memphis Grizzlies? Ah, oh, I remember it now. That, does that sting? I didn't think you'd ask me a Grizzlies question. I didn't ask you. I didn't think you'd ask either of us a Grizzlies <laughs> question. I didn't either, honestly. I know. I was like, they won't expect this. <laughs> All righty. Second category, the Heisman Trophy. All right, Busby. The smallest margin of victory in Heisman history occurred in 2009 when Mark Ingram won the award. Who finished second? Busby staring at the ceiling. And Dominican Sue. Final answer? Yeah. That's incorrect. Hey, <laughs> Jared, you're up. I think I know who it is. Five seconds. I'm with Mr. Colt McCoy. Final answer? Final answer. That is incorrect. You want to guess, Busby? I thought it was Colt McCoy, too. Toby Gerhardt. Oh, it doesn't God. count. Alrighty, Jared, your question. You know, I knew that afterwards. I remember the, watching that. The largest, the largest margin of victory in Heisman history occurred in 2019 when Joe Burrow won the award. Who finished second? Was it Trevor Lawrence? Final answer. Final answer. Incorrect. Mr. Busby? Um, <laughs> I'm enjoying this, by the way. Uh, Justin Fields. Final answer. Final. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> this is like making me doubt. They did, I was thinking of that playoff. It was LSU versus Oklahoma, right? And then was it not Clemson versus Ohio State? It was? Yeah. Okay. Guess the wrong team. All righty. The third category. U.S. history. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Busby. Who was the first president to be impeached? How many presidents have been impeached? Uh, sure, there's an obvious answer here. For the people at home, I swear I got a college education. You want to uh, do a Richard history Nixon. major? No, Richard Nixon. Yes, you were, weren't you? Uh, that is incorrect. All right, Jared. Crap, that was my guess. <laughs> okay. We share the brain cells in the Busby family. There's not, there's not, I mean, you have a finite list of guesses, at least. One of them was President Garfield. 
Final answer? Final answer. No, Incorrect. Answer. It is an Andrew. It's Andrew Johnson. Hand up. Didn't know he got impeached. All right. If you don't get this one, Jared, because I thought that was going to get that one. Who was the first president to be assassinated in office? Was it Abraham Lincoln? Final answer? Final answer. That is correct. We have a point on the board. One zero, Mr. Jerry. Gone collusion. These Ben tens are harder than I thought they would be. I thought this was. Why did I not time. call people for the first two categories? I don't know. I forgot you, I had a lifeline. <laughs> you still have seven categories. You're good. No, I can't use them for. You can't use them for your niche. Okay, categories. yeah, you have four categories. No, yeah, four categories. All right, next one is the NFL. All right, Busby. Who was the last non-offensive player to win Super Bowl MVP? Oh, uh, oh, I have two of them in my head. <laughs> you can say which Super Bowl came one. after to give Jared the other answer. I don't want to. I don't want to. Oh, because the other one is obscure and the other one's a bigger name. Uh, actually, you know what? I think I'm wrong on both of them. Um, I have three names now. <laughs> this is going from bad to worse. Ten seconds. Five. Three. Von Miller. Final answer? Yeah. That's correct. Oh, it was, I was choosing between him and Malcolm Butler. That is correct. I was going to say the, the other linebacker one, from the city. The other one was Malcolm. Yeah, Mal Malcolm Smith was the first name that popped into my head. All right, Jared. Other than Cooper Cup, who was the last non-QB to win Super Bowl MVP? I think I'm going to use my lifeline. No, I'm not. It's Julian Edelman. Final answer? Final answer. That is correct. Bullshit question. You got, I have to think of all the defensive MVPs that he just gets like a, a window of four Super Bowls to choose from. You had to go back literally, far. Literally, Von Miller won it one year and then Julian Edelman won it the next year. Yeah. I, you said besides Cooper Cup. Yeah. That was like a span of five Super Bowls from Von Miller to Cooper Cup. Yes. I digress. I'm playing under protest. Oh, God. Here we go. All right. The next category. Golf. Okay. Busby? Yep. Which European golfer won his first major at the 2011 U.S. Open? Okay. Hang on. Are you phoning a friend? Yep. Are you calling Pierce? Yep. He's probably drunk in Destin, Florida right now, so good luck. <laughs> no, he's here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Pierce. <laughs> hey, Pierce, this is Busby. Uh, I have a golf trivia question for you. Oh, oh. Hello, Mr. <laughs> what European golfer? Is that right, Ben? Yes. What European golfer won his first major at the 2011 U.S. Open? What European golfer won his first major at the 2011 U.S. Open? 
this open in the summer? Yes, usually. Oh, Busby, I'm, I'm afraid you made it up. Uh oh. <laughs> um, yo, it's a. Oh. Busby, I do not know. Lee Westwood? How old is he? That's a, that's a good one. You think? Yeah, sure, I don't know if you want to measure, but <laughs> you want to hear US Open. <laughs> you want to hear he definitely hasn't won a U.S. Open. I mean, I don't. I, I feel like you're really ten seconds. Grand McDowell. Ooh, go Grand McDowell. Do you want to hear if you're right? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna go Grand McDowell. Final answer. Yeah. That is incorrect. You suck. <laughs> All right, Jared. You got to guess. I'm going to go Rory McIlroy. Final answer? Final answer. That is correct. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's go! The first thing he said was not Rory. <laughs> you want to protest call, that? Call, call Pierce back and just tell him he's an idiot. I just want to hear I'm just going to text him. Okay. All right, so it's three to one, Jared, I believe? It's three to one. All right, so your question. What player won the 2007 Masters while laying up on every par five throughout the week? I want to use a lifeline. Uh oh. I'm going to call my buddy Billy White. Oh, Billy. Busby, how are you feeling? I've been better. I actually think I know the answer to this one, though. Pierce hasn't responded. Is Billy going to answer? I hope so. Uh-oh. Oh, Freedom gosh. Is never a good thing. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, well, you got a second, Billy? Yeah, what's up? Hey, I'm on the Eric Busby podcast, the B-team, with him and Ben. <laughs> okay. And we're doing a trivia round right now, and it's golf. Okay. I need your help. The question was, yeah, can you read the question again? Yeah. What player won the 2007 Masters while laying up on every par five throughout the week? Uh, This is... uh, Oh, seven. Oh, seven. Is that CJ? Is that Zachary Johnson? Zachary Johnson, are you going with Zachary Johnson? Yeah, a lot of me on final answers. We're going Zachary Johnson. Final answer. That's correct. Zach Johnson. That is correct. Thank you, Billy. (laughs) Bye bye. I did actually know that one. That's tough. That is tough. Not not looking good for the podcast. Four to one. If I hypothetically win, do I get a trophy? No. Um, so We'll have you back, though, at some point. Okay. Um, next category is Disney movies. Okay. Okay. All right, Busby. What name does Mulan, Mulan pick for herself while pretending to be a man? Should have saved my phone, a friend. Who would you have called? Ty. Probably would have known it. Because I've... 
Never seen Mulan. What? Wow. That's my wife's favorite. That's your. That's my wife's favorite movie. I don't know the answer. <laughs> yeah. She. Her name popped up saved. immediately. Amber popped up immediately. Should have saved your phone. Well, I guess it paid off for you, Jared. Doesn't say you can call your wife. Yeah. I. I'm gonna. I'm a Gregory. That is incorrect. I think it's. I think I have my. It's, I have it down to two names. You can say it. I think it's Ming. Too. Is that your final answer? Final answer. That's tough. It's Ping. Mm. That's what I was thinking it was. All right, Jared, you ready? I'm ready. What character serves as Pinocchio's conscience? Uh, the cricket. I can't think of his name. It's tough. You have about 20 seconds now, so put that brain to work. I'm going to go Kermit. I don't know. <laughs> What'd you say? Kermit. Kermit? Yes, Kermit. Final answer? Final answer. That is incorrect. Jiminy Cricket. Final oh, answer? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. All right, back on the board, four to two. All right, the last category before the niche, geography. Yeah. Busby, name the largest by population U.S. city that starts with P, as in Pinocchio. Again, I have two names that popped up. Lock me in for Portland, Oregon. Final answer? That is incorrect. Jared? I think I'm going to go with Philadelphia. Oh, shitty titties. I didn't even think about Philadelphia. Final answer. (laughs) That is incorrect. It's Phoenix, Arizona. I knew you y'all would think Philadelphia. All right. Jared. Yeah, you thought wrong, sir. <laughs> yeah, Portland was way out. I mean, Pittsburgh? Like, what, what are we doing here? Um, Jared, name the largest U.S. city that starts the letter S. Like population, or is it like? By population. I'm going to go Sacramento. Final answer? Final answer. That is incorrect. I believe it's San Antonio. Final answer? Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. San Antonio. San wow. Antonio is like quietly massive. How did wow. I know that? Not Phoenix. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even that you didn't know Phoenix, though, that you picked Portland. Didn't even, you know what's bad? Another one that popped up, I was like, Pensacola, Florida. How big is that? <laughs> oh, no. Not, Philadelphia was never – we just talked about Jay Wright like 10 minutes ago. All right, so it's 4-3. Going to 4-3, the I'm blowing my lead. All right, so first up is Busby with a money ball question. Okay. What is the name of the player that scouts don't like because he has an ugly girlfriend? 
Um, oh, shout out to Justin Pounders for writing this question. Perez. His last name was Perez. His name was Perez. Final answer? I like Perez. Yeah. That's correct. That yeah. Correct. Took me a second. I got there. Four to four. Justin, that was actually a really good question. Oh, I thought you would know. He's the kind of guy who, when he walks in the room, his dick's already been there for two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared. First up for you is Grizzlies past and present college. Okay. Where did Quincy Pondexter play college basketball? Easy one. The Washington University. University of Washington, the Huskies. Yep. Go ahead, mark it down. Final answer? Final answer. That is correct. This that was a hard one to write because I was like, there's so many players that I could pick they like never saw the court. I was hoping you get like a random one, like one from a European country or something. Wayne Ellington. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he honest I looked at Troy Daniels. Shout yeah. out VCU. BC. All right, Busby. D one college football towns. What college is in Evanston, Illinois? Uh, Northwestern. Final answer? Yep. That is correct. I know. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm losing. I'm nervous. <laughs> All right. <laughs> NBA number one draft picks for Jared. In 2001, who did the Washington Wizards select with the overall number one pick? Ooh, that's an easy one. Mr. Brandon Haywood. Final answer? Final answer. That is incorrect. Oh, my God. There's an opening, Busby. That door just creaked open. Yeah, we're tied. The problem is I don't know it. Um, Wes Unseld. Final answer? Junior. Wes Unseld, Junior. Final answer? Yeah. That is incorrect. Okay. Kwame Brown. Former oh, Grizzlies. That doesn't, yeah, Grizzlies legend Kwame Brown. All right. Comes down to this. Hang on. Before we go to the last question, do you have a bonus question? No. I'm not going to need it, though. <laughs> There's no way you know the question I wrote for him. If he knows it fair, you're not going to know. Um, Busby, 2010's NBA Top 10. The 2013 draft saw two Indiana players go in the top four. Name them. That is Victor Oladipo and Cody Zeller. Final. That is correct. Worst draft in NBA history. All right, Jared. You either get this right and win, miss it. If Busby gets it, it's tied. Busby misses it, you win. No, okay. it's 6-5 me. What? Really? Yeah, I got the. Okay, that's right. You got Jiminy Cricket and San Antonio. Okay, okay, okay. That's right. That's right. So it may be tied. I, I may have been wrong. I was. I was flip flopped. Jared, this the pressure's on him though, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. ready for it. All right, famous people, real names. What musician's actual name is Peter Gene Hernandez? Yeah, I don't know that. <laughs> do you know it, Busby? I think I do. Post Malone. Final answer? Final answer. Incorrect. 
Is it Bruno Mars? Final answer? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what? I'm what sorry. a comeback. <laughs> Jared, I'm sorry, man. That just got away from you quick. Even I, I thought did. You were I got I got cocky. You're like the 2012 Grizzlies, and I'm just Nick Young firing threes. I mean, he pulled Bruno Mars, San Antonio out of his butt. The bad thing is I knew Kwame Brown. That pisses me off. I did not know Kwame Brown. I should have known Kwame Brown. Because that's the Michael Jordan year he played with him. I don't even know if Wes Unseld Jr. got drafted at all. He's the coach of the Wizards now. (laughs) That was a good match, though. Much better than the first Ben 10. Well, okay, I'm... Pierce, if you're listening, I'm never calling you again. I don't know how he missed Rory McIlroy. To be fair, he also told me, because I asked him, I was like, hey, would you be available for a golf question? And he said, yeah, but I know shockingly little about golf. So it's partially on me. And And by partially, I mean, I take full blame for that. I mean, Jerry came out hot. My wife was pissed at me when I tell her I missed the Milan question. (laughs) My wife that doesn't exist is going to be mad when she finds out I've never seen the movie. Yeah, that's messed up. You have to go watch that now. Hey, Not but she'll be impressed. You know, San Antonio is the biggest city that starts with an S. Yeah, I mean, that's crazy. And then she'll be ever... like, hey, how big is Phoenix? I'm like, Not as big as Portland. Is it not crazy that San Antonio is bigger than like San Francisco, San Diego, Sacramento? San Antonio is huge. Yeah. Well, so that was fun. Yeah, was... Jared, that was we've only, so we've only done this twice now, and that that was scary. I didn't like the that. The fact that I could have handed you your first defeat makes me upset with myself. Yeah, you could have been could have made me five hundred. I don't. Can, you might not be coming back. That was we, no. We can we can bring you back. I'm it's the Ben Ten. <laughs> I make the rules. I love Ben. He's the best host. <laughs> Thank you. Finally, somebody says it. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up for us tonight, though. Um, y'all got anything y'all want to say? No. I do not. No, Thank you for having me on. Yeah, you want to plug your stuff real quick? Uh, you can follow us on Spotify and YouTube at Ball Don't Lie. I'm J- or find me on Instagram at JaredX52, and find my co-host Dalton at The Preaching Hobbit. The Preaching Hobbit. That's a sick. That's a, yeah, that's a sick handle. <laughs> well, he's five. Five, five, six, and he's a preacher. So, that where's where's the Hobbit come in? He loves Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I didn't know if it was that or he looks like a Hobbit. No, he he's, he's five, not. five. That's now you're just size. Now you're just being mean. No, I'm just saying that's a shorter gentleman. There, there's an there's an ism for that somewhere, Ben. <laughs> now I just want to say, all right. It was a good podcast. I, I enjoyed the trivia, and Jared was great. He's coming back. I, I, you, I had my doubts coming in, Ole Miss, Arkansas guy, but cool dude. Hey, I appreciate you. And the All fact right, that you were one makes you even better. Let's go. All right. He's <laughs> definitely – we're, we're doing a Formula One category next time too, by the way. So Let's go. That. I guess I need to watch the show then. You should. You should also right, watch the, we week, the race this weekend at Emola. Where's that at? I think it's in Italy. It's in Italy. Okay. And you call Ooh. yourself an F1 fan. I literally said the right answer. Lando Norris finished P3 there last year. 
I need to have a talk with Justin if he's going to write more Moneyball questions. That was a good one. You actually had to think about it. I yeah, because it's such a insignificant part. Like the 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 part that you need is what immediately follows that, not the name. Well, guess what? It's because you've seen that movie seven thousand times. We have to pick insignificant parts. Jared, out of curiosity, before we log off here, did you know my niche categories? Not, not, not like, did you know the categories? Would you have gotten the question had I missed them? I would have not have gotten Moneyball. Would you have gotten the NBA one? I would have actually gotten that one because I was big on Cody Zeller that year. Yeah, wow. Cody Zeller wasn't big on Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller was my guy. He still is my guy. This guy's a loyal guy. Like Which one guy. played for the Grizzlies? Was it Cody or it was Tyler, right? Tyler. Tyler did. Like Y'all both missed a Grizzlies question, by the way. It's messed up. It wasn't a Grizzlies question. Grizzlies were literally the answer. <laughs> yeah, I remember watching that at the fraternity house now. But I thought there was no way in hell you're giving either well, one I of see, us. See, I didn't think you'd give us a Grizzly question either. Big brain. You played some trickery. All right, y'all. We hope y'all enjoyed. That was fun. Um, tune in next. No, actually. We will not have an episode next week. Tune in in two weeks, and we will catch you up on everything. Maybe have another Ben 10. I don't know. We'll figure it all out. But with that being said, we're out of here. Later.